Thank you, Pastor Adam. Well, good morning, church. How everyone's doing today? Doing great. I got to take a minute and analyze the room. I got to look at you guys for a minute. Um, I don't know why. I, I never have a problem talking in front of people, but whenever I get up here, I get a little bit nervous. I don't know. Um, but it's just because you're all so incredibly good looking that I have to, you know, take a minute to step back. So, um, but before we get started today, and I got a very important message. God's been putting this on my heart for the last few months now. Um, and I think it's going to impact just about everybody in this room and kind of change um, some different thought processes or even perspectives that we may have um, that we may have even walked in here this morning with. Um, but before I get started in my message today, um, I want to talk about, I just said perspective, right? So last week on Saturday, many Ohio State Buckeye fans saw the worst of their team, even though we won. Um, the perspective was, we might as well just settle for the Rose Bowl and we're not going anywhere anytime soon. And the beauty was, is that fast forward, this week we're at Thanksgiving with my incredible in-laws, some of the most incredible people in the world, salt of the earth, Bob Veronica Foley, and their catchphrase for the week when things got a little uncomfortable was, how about them Buckeyes? Right? To, to throw away from politics or to throw away from things that are going on in the family, the chaos. And, uh, you know, we were like, well, uh, how about them Buckeyes? And the best part was is that after getting full on Thursday and Friday night um, and then moving forward to yesterday, which was incredible, um, made history yesterday, uh, how about them Buckeyes? Amazing. So very excited about the fruits of their labor and what's coming forward uh, as they face Northwestern next week. So we'll be praying for them. Um, but before I get started today, church, and uh, I just thought I had to shed a little bit of light on that for Pastor Adam, pay a little homage to him, um, I want to give you my background, a little bit of who I am and why I'm standing here today. Um, I'd like to start with, you know, my background and my upbringing. So I count all my step-siblings the same in my heart. They are all my blood. Um, I was the youngest of six for a long time. Uh, now my awesome, incredible younger stepsister, Emily, who will be 21 on December 2nd, uh, beat me. So I don't get to hold those ranks anymore, even though my dad still spoils me like I'm the youngest. So thank God for that. Um, but growing up, um, I was a little bit of the outcast, but I was also very loved and appreciated in the family. Being the youngest, you can't relate as much to everyone closer in age, things like that. Um, I got introduced to Pastor Adam and his wife, Danielle, around the time I was about 10 or 11 in fifth grade. Um, they had just taken on youth ministry at Trinity Family Life Center across the street. Um, so they had just taken in that role. Um, my brothers, me being the youngest, all my brothers went to church too, so they were under Pastor Adam for some time as well. Um, and I've just always been a part of the heartbeat of this church. I've always been a part of the vision and the mission and what Pastor Adam and Danielle have carried out. And to everyone who serves on this team, I think we're all unified in that mission of basically just forward thinking, self-serving um, others, and being a light in the community. Um, so I've grown up around this church, in short. I've grown up around these incredible people, these leaders, this community, and I feel like you are all my family, which is ironic enough that our name is The Family Church. So love each and every one of you guys. So with that, a few months ago, God put on my heart a specific topic of getting on course or staying the course. Um, and this kept coming up in my life. I'd been going through a lot, my wife and I, 
Um, we had taken on a uh, passive business outside of our full-time jobs. We were also um, job transitioning ourselves. She was a dental assistant for the longest time, tried insurance sales, didn't like it. I don't blame her. Insurance sales is insane. Um, bless those who do that line of work. Um, and she felt the Lord called her back to dental assisting. So she's there as well. I was moving from, uh, if, if any of you guys know me or know my story, I'm a job mutt. Um, I've done everything that you can do, and it wasn't for the longest time. Um, electrical for lighting, uh, sales of all kind, the background, everything like that. But I'm in banking now currently at Huntington National Bank in Dublin. So that's been a huge blessing for us. Um, but I always felt like in my life, um, I wasn't always forward-focused as an adult. From the moment, my wife and I got married very young. We were 19 and 20 years old. I was going on 20. Um, we got married two years before my birth, or two months before my birthday was coming up, sorry. Um, so very young, starting off life, and I never was forward-focused. Um, I was just like any young person, just thinking about right now and thinking about Gabe. It's about me. What can I get? How can I get ahead? Um, how can I provide for my wife? But that's as far as my focus or vision went. Um, so I want to take you back today so you can better understand where we're headed with this message because I'm a firm believer in just the short amount of time, the last five years of what I've gotten to learn personally through my mistakes and my experiences and having phenomenal role models and mentors is that your perspective will always determine the direction of the life that God has laid before you and the path he has for you. So with that, we're going to dive into one of my favorite stories in the Bible today that truly embodies what a winning or a losing perspective is between one man and an entire civilization of his people traveling the path that God has laid before them. But before I do that, let me ask each and every one of you a question. Who here has ever taken a family vacation show of hands? Fantastic. So this is awesome for me. Family vacation, family road trip. I want to refer back to my family. So going back in time, being the youngest of six, my dad would typically take us on these vacations, more than likely to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. So, phenomenal vacation spot. But you also have to rent vans for a full-size family, and you also have to have a lot of planning ahead of time, financially and mentally, so you don't lose your mind. Um, with that coming along, I want you to think about your family vacations or your trips you've taken in life from start to finish. The whole trip, the entire, you know, vacation was perfect, right? You guys never had 